I, I can never say what's in a person's mind. Right. But I can tell you what I was told. Uh, I worked with a young lady who happened to be white, Caucasian, however you want to put it. Right. right. And so we're talking one day, and she knows I'm the pastor of a church, and we're talking one day. And I said something to her, and she said, well, that's not what I heard. And I said, what do you mean? She said, well, my pastor told us that you all were cursed. And that's why, as a whole, blacks are not uh, as elevated as whites are economically. And I said, well, where do you get the idea that we were cursed? And that's right. why. So she goes back, you know, she said, and she, you know, goes back to Noah. And she says that, that that's when there had been, when he was teaching them about Noah and Noah getting off of the ark with his sons. And, um, you know, as you know, from your studying that Noah gets drunk and one of Noah's sons sees him, you know, naked and covers him up. And when Noah founds out, you know, he, he, you know, he gets angry because his son covers him up and he curses him. Right. So their concept is that from that lineage, that's where blacks come from. So that's what it, that's what she's telling me. Right. And, and that's what people use back, you know, in slavery time to justify enslaving us as well. Right. So that same kind of teaching comes forward that we have been cursed. And that's why we are the way we are. And that's why economically we are below them. And that's why intellectually we are below them. And all these kind of things. So I found it, you know, kind of um, sad. Right. And at the same time, I was angry that she would tell me that her pastor actually taught them this. Right. Now that's from a well-respected white Baptist church that's in Norfolk. I have to know that nowhere to know in Norfolk. A well, a nice sized Baptist church that I would imagine, based on the size of the church, um, has a capacity of about 70, 800 people, right? Now, if you're teaching people that, what are they to assume? Right. You're believing the pastor. Right. And, and the pastor's telling you that black folk were cursed by God. Right. You know, and so therefore, that, that, that positions us lower, I guess. Us, uh, because God put us lower. Right. So how do you overcome that thought? So I don't know if it's them saying we don't want to go against God who cursed you or if we don't want to elevate you because that means now we're being equal with the cursed person or, you know. Right. I, 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 again, I, I can't tell you where their heart is at. Uh, I just know what she told me was why, you know, it's right. done that way. And, and I, I would presume that if one white pastor taught that about you know, there you go. That he wasn't the only one, one because somebody taught him. Right. You, you know, I mean, I don't know what seminary he went to, but somebody taught him. Right. And whoever taught him taught somebody else. And right. that person taught somebody else. And if that's if that's a prevalent teaching, uh, you know, about um, the, the that great deluge, then that would go a long way in explaining mm-hmm. why they, you know, they view us as, sub, you know, uh, uh, substandard to them. Right. You know, the, the, the interesting thing is, is that if a 10-year-old boy or girl came and told you that, mm-hmm. I can wrap my head around it because you're 10. Mm-hmm. Not no grown adult. Because yeah. if you say that out loud, you sound foolish. Well, I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like when you and I've done this to people that have come to me with um, with some crazy ideas. 
this was years ago, back when Walmart went to Mexico. The black people in 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 one particular area thought that came to me and said, Walmart sold to the Mexicans. The Mexicans own Walmart now. And I said, where is that on the news? It was, it was, I saw it in the paper. I said, is it national news? No. I said, listen to what you're saying. Mm-hmm. That's the same thing I would tell a young lady. It's like, listen to what you're actually saying out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense. First off, if I was to even think about it, why would the person who covered Noah up be cursed? Well, but he was, though. I'm just saying. Yeah. Noah did curse him. Well, she said, that's, that's in the Bible. Okay. The Bible says that Noah cursed him because he did that. Because now why Noah did it, I, you know, I can't, you know, I can tell you why the Bible says he did it. Right. right. Because in Noah's eyes, he hadn't been as looking at his naked body. Okay. So it's like you're intruding in my space. What she said was factual that Noah did curse the young, the younger son. Mm-hmm. The issue is, does that mean that all black folk are cursed? You know what I'm saying? That to me is a, is a, is a huge issue. Does it make sense to me? No. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Right. It makes no sense to me. But the problem is, if your pastor teaches you that, right? you know what I'm saying? If the pastor teaches you that, and he's your spiritual leader, you know, how likelihood are you to, to, just, to, 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 to think about it logically and question it? You know, I mean... There's so many things that we are taught, and you know, and I want to shake folk up by going over them or everything. But there's so many things that we are taught by preachers who don't have a great understanding of the Bible that we just step out and believe. You know, mm-hmm. I'm just saying, and that's just what I'm that that just you know. I give you, I give you a quick one for you. I give you a quick one, All right? People say things like this, that a, a, a loved one that's died is now watching over them. And it's now like they were in trouble and they'll believe that loved one got them out of trouble. Okay. Now, Jesus says specifically, right, mm-hmm. that that's impossible. He said that there's a wide gulf between those who have passed on and those who are here. And that it is impossible to come back. That's what Jesus said. Mm-hmm. Look how many people believe that that happens every day. Right. Even though it's in the Bible. Right. Because someone who did not clearly understand the Bible taught them that, yes, that's what happens. So I guess that's why I'm saying that, you know, I, I'm with you 100 percent. You're right. absolutely right. I couldn't, I couldn't agree with you more that it doesn't make sense if you say it. <laughs> Right, you know what I'm saying, but zero. But if the if the preacher tell you, and then another preacher tell you, and then your mama say, yeah, that's right. The black folk or Negroes or whatever they call them, yes, they were cursed. They were cursed because Noah cursed them, and that meant from generation to generation they were cursed, and that's why they were slaves. And and da 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 da, da, you know, and and you know, and, and then if the president says. And they come from those asshole countries and all. Right. You know, I'm just, you know. Right. I, it, it, I, I think that that to me would kind of explain 
somewhat of why the, the, the segregation is there. Because, and, and maybe, maybe it's because harshness really haven't changed. I, you know, again, I can't judge the, you know, the, why they do. But maybe it really is just an idea that we've grown, you know, it's been since 1968, and here we are in 2019, and maybe their hearts really haven't changed. Maybe they really are still separatists at heart. Right. Quietly, but publicly say, well, you know, I know that all people are equal. Yeah. Now, let me take off this hat and put on the fruits of Israel hat mm-hmm. as, a, as what they would add, what they what the extra woke folks would ask you. Right. If then Pastor Daniels, why are we begging to worship with them then? If they don't really want to be with us, why would why are we begging for that? Well, um, I, I'm I'm not I'm not sure we're begging to worship with them as much as we're begging for acceptance. See, I think that's what we're begging for. You know, I you know I I think that um, most uh, black people really are comfortable not being around white people mm-hmm. if everything truly is equal. Okay, and I'll give you an example of what I'm talking about. Most black folk prefer to go to a black nightclub. Mm-hmm. You know? And they ain't looking to go to a white club. But if you tell them we can't go to a white club, then we got a problem. Then we got a problem. See, then we're going to be like, nah, you uh, don't tell me I can't go listen to Neil Diamond if I want to. Right. I want to go listen to me. If, if I want to go and do the hockey hook, <laughs> buck, then right. I want to go do the hockey buck, right? See, I, you know, I think from my perspective that the issue is, is one of when are we as Christians going to be Christians in the true sense of the word? Right. Jesus said that um, the golden rule the greatest commandment, he said, is, you know, is to love thy neighbor. First, well, greatest is to love God with all your mind, body, heart, and soul. And the second, he said, is like unto the first, to love thy neighbor as thyself. If the whole Bible is placed upon love, if the whole idea of Christianity is to, you know, love your neighbor, love your brother, if heaven doesn't, there's no indication that heaven is denominational. There's no indication that heaven has a um, a suburb. There's no indication <laughs> that heaven has, you know, a black neighborhood or right. a white neighborhood. I guess just from a standpoint of 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 uh, a a leader in the Christian community, if I'm going to be a a minister, it's not that I'm trying to go where where they don't want me. Is that I'm trying to build a atmosphere where what I teach is real, Mm -hmm. you know, that we really do make ourselves such that you you want to worship together, that you want to worship together because you're worshiping the same God. Right. And you understand the value of worship. See, that's the other critical piece. If you understand God, what you understand is he is a jealous individual, a jealous entity, I should say. 
Mm. Not because that's what I say, it's because that's what the Bible says. I am a jealous God. Right. Right. Jealous gods, that, that speaks to the fact that he says, we in our terms, we would call him a narcissist. Right? Mm -hmm. We would say that God is self-centered. He has a right to be self-centered. Right. Everything revolves around God. You right. know, that's right. life. Everything right. revolves around him. What would make him feel better if people over here worship individually? Or if everybody in the whole world got together and acknowledged how great he was. Right. You know, so from that standpoint, it just makes more sense. Perhaps if we would do that, it would change the whole world. You, mm -hmm. you know, it, it, it could because that meant that 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 the retribution for our stupidity would diminish mm -hmm. and the whole world would be changed. The mass shootings are done predominantly, for example, by white men, mm -hmm. predominantly by white men, predominantly by white men that are striking out because they have racist tendencies. Mm -hmm. Well, most of them get that from their understanding of the Bible. Right. And that means that somebody's teaching them out of the Bible wrong. Mm -hmm. And so a segregated Sunday has an impact on my safety on Monday. Yeah. You, you know, and that, and that to me, I mean, you know, I, I, when I can't go to a football game, right. you know, without, uh, I, I can't take in a seat with a back on it. Uh, you know, uh, the pocketbooks have to be clear. Yeah. So you can see through them. You know, right. it, it has an impact and, and that I can't get on a plane without almost stripping down. Right. You know, that it's an impact. And so if we could reverse that trend and really truly, you know, become a nation under God, as our money says, one nation under God, if we could truly do that, it would change things. Right. And, you know, and then to be honest, that one nation under God, it's not like that because of black people. No. One thousand percent. I'm a full belief for that, that black people as a whole would not have any problem Worshiping and doing things integrated, right? You know, it's um. What, what's funny when you mentioned about the uh, going to the honky tonk? I grew up in Nashville, and I really didn't know that country music was quote unquote redneck music, quote unquote racist music. Mm -hmm. Not it, it didn't exist in Nashville. It's right. like you just basically went to the place. You listen to country music. People did the little two-stepping thing. Mm -hmm. Nobody looked at me crazy. No big deal. Mm -hmm. I move here to years later. I move here to Virginia. I see the PBR. I say, I told share to share my wife. I was like, why don't we go to PBR? I was like, change of pace. You know, listen to something different. Watch. She's, she's like, oh, no, no. I said, what do you mean, no, no? For it's like, it's just country music. It's a bull in there. You get on the bull. Like, no, that ain't for us. I was like, what you mean for us? Mm -hmm. And then when I saw it, when I stepped foot in there to look around, people just the head snapped, and I was like, well, what's wrong with y'all? Mm -hmm. But it's, it's not me, it's them. Right. But then, but you know, I guess when the, the hometown of country music, I guess they understand what country music came from, so they won't have no problem right. with black people. Mm -hmm. It's just it's just weird how in Tennessee it's still deep south. Mm -hmm. But I, I tell people all the time, you know, the most racist place I've been to 
Virginia is number one. Number two city was was Boston, Massachusetts. Oh, I, I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> Boston is more racist than Virginia. And I can tell you there are places in Alabama that still have sundown towns. Yeah. And there are places in West Virginia that still have sundown towns. And there may be some others, but those are places that I know that it is not a secret yeah. where, you know, you are told, hey, you better not be here at the dark, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but and, 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 and think about the irony of that. You have sundown towns that have churches. Right. You know, you, you have a church that 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 is that. So that would suggest to you if I have a sundown town. Right. right. And for those people who don't know what a sundown town is, it is a town where the where it is known that if you are black, by the time the sun goes down, you better be in your house or out of that town. <laughs> OK. Right. Or else you, you're fair game now. Um, but they have churches in that town. So what does that say for that church? What does it say for that pastor? Who, that, that here you are, the pastor of a church in a sundown town, mm-hmm. and you know it's a sundown town, mm-hmm. but you are not engaged actively in saying, hey, listen, we need to change this town. And I think that to me, see, to me, that is the, the, the power of the church that ought to be implemented. Mm. It, you know what I mean? That's the power right. of the church. That if the churches would start saying, hey, listen, we can't deal with uh, racism. We can't deal with segregation. You know, we serve a God that is the God of all. He created all. That's what we say. Even if he did curse us. Okay, what what does it have to do with you still going along with that concept? You know, right. See, to me, if the pastors would stand up and it would change a lot in in all churches, you know, um, if 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 we could come to that that realization that that truth has not changed mm-hmm. but we don't want to see it for what it is you know a lot we want to just no we welcome all cultures in our church okay you may but what are you doing to ensure that that's pervasive you know throughout are you really teaching that so when your people leave your church they'll they're welcome yeah. and, and and that's the in boston let's face it you know as you know i know i've been to boston several times worked in boston hey it is not a welcoming place. No. <laughs> oh. No. You know, it's, as far as, you know, you go to basketball game, you know, football game, this kind of thing. But the bottom line is when Boston schools were segregated, I mean, excuse me, integrated, oh, it was one of the last places to integrate. Yeah. And they fought it, fought it, fought it, fought it. You know, during my time, they fought it. They fought integration more there than they did in Virginia. Yeah. More than they did in Alabama, you know. Uh, but again, they have churches. And Boston at that time was highly Catholic. Yeah. Now, can you imagine for this for this alone, the people should get get right. When you walk into heaven and you've made it, you've you know, mm-hmm. well done. And you walk in there and there's a bunch of black people waiting to greet you, right? Mm-hmm. Now you're miserable. I didn't did all. You didn't work all. Did all this stuff. Got into heaven, but you don't like black people. Now it's nothing. Now it's half. Let's say it's half black, half white. Right. Now you're upset. Mm-hmm. Like now, what's, what's your alternative? 
The alternative right. is hell. So if you can't, like, you're basically now in heaven. But heaven becomes your hell because you're with black folk. Right. So, or because you're with Asian folk. Right. You know? right. It's like, it, once again, when you say this stuff out loud, it makes no sense. It's like, you know, like, even if you was to make the statement that no black people are going to heaven. Mm. Once again, back well, to sounding foolish. That's right, foolish. Or, or <laughs> even if, and I, I'll take it a step further, because you're right, that makes no sense. Right. I'll take, let's just say, because we know the body doesn't get there, right? But I know you're speaking, you know, right. in, in a way to just kind of put it out there. Let's say, because your soul, I know there's a, some people are going to say, but the soul has no color. Okay, I agree 100% right. The soul has no color. However, here's what we say, that God created us all. We call him God the Father, right? Now, what makes us think that if God created all of us and gave all of us the option of coming back home, he's happy with one child for hating the other child? Mm. That's right. You know, you know why, why would we think that way? That he's happy if we teach people to hate the other child, you know, or they, they hate you hate. I'm teaching people to hate my other children, mm-hmm. but but we don't think it. But like you said, so when you say it out loud, then it's like, wait a minute. OK, I really am doing that. If I'm teaching this foolish stuff about, you know, um, no son was cursed and therefore blah, 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 black folk it is. So you're teaching them to hate one of God's creation, you know. <laughs> When you think about, you know, that kind of hatred, what what bothers me the most is the same people that will teach that 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 segregation um, attitude in churches are the same folk that if the dog is in trouble, will move heaven and earth to protect the dog. Yeah. But won't take two steps to help feed a poor black child. Yeah. You know, but yet the black child is created in God's image, or at least you know, even if he is just in the uh, of, of 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 a cursed son, right? That son was still saved, right, uh, on the ship, on the ark, right, and therefore the son was in God's image, and all their offspring are in God's image. You know, yeah. and you know, another thing that don't make sense is when racist white people. Oh, I just love little black children and they will take care of the little, but that black child grows up to be a black adult. Right, right. And then now you don't like the black adult. Well, what happened? There was no difference. This was, doesn't make none of it to me honestly makes any sense. Right. And I, and I tell people, um, I control me. Mm-hmm. That's all I, I you know, the sure. little, the three feet that's around me, my little environment, sure. I control me. You told me uh, years ago, CB, you know, listen to what I'm preaching, but go in the, in the Bible yourself mm-hmm. um, and, you know, study it yourself, learn it for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, church is a is tennis. It's an individual sport. It's, tra- you know, singular track meet you by yourself. You're coaching me, right. but I still have to go in but here. I, I can't get to heaven for you. Right. <laughs> You're coaching me. Right. So I got to I got to play my own game. Right. So a lot of people don't take the responsibility for that. They said, well, you know what? The pastor told me this is what it is. That's what it is. Versus this, hey. Yeah. And I'll take it back to the leadership. The leadership are not taking responsibility. Yeah. 
You know, I mean, really, I, I take yeah. it back to them because they were coached by somebody. Yeah, that's right. You know, they were, and, and, and we tell about people who are, I'm not just talking about preachers who are not seminary trained. Again, those preachers that were with me in that conference, probably 90% had doctor's degrees. So they seminary trained. Right. So, and that was the president's message to them. We know, and this was the gentleman that made, it, made the comment, he's white. His comment was, we know. Right. We know the color of his eyes. We know the color of his skin. We know the texture of his hair. So we know the picture that we hang up does not accurately represent it. And we have the education to know that. But we still don't teach the truth. Yeah. It's, it's a shame. So what, the close out, what's some possible solutions that the individual can do mm-hmm. to help the situation? You know, I, I think that the individual, uh, whether you be black or whether you be white, uh, need to do what you said a little earlier, right? Is we have to own up to our own individuality, you know, and we have to recognize that when teaching is incompatible, we have to ask ourselves, why is it incompatible? If on the one hand, my pastor is preaching me to love everyone, but then on the other hand, teaches me that a certain group of people mm-hmm. are different and are not worthy, then that's not compatible teaching. So I need to question that. I need to ask myself those questions. I mean, does that make sense? And then what do I do about it? You, you know, right. if I'm in a church that says, you know what, and you know the climate of your church. If I'm in a church that is evident that that this church is not open to people of different uh, uh, ethnic backgrounds, whether, they, whether it's a black church that's not open to, to whites or Asians, or whether it's an Asian church that's not open to blacks and whites, whether it's a white church not open to blacks and, you know, whatever. Anytime you're in a church that's not open, honestly, that the culture of that church is not open, you need to consider why are you supporting that church? Mm-hmm. You know, why am I supporting them with my presence? Why am I supporting them with my ties? Why am I supporting the ideas that they, you know, uh, espouse? And I think we have to hold our leaders accountable. Like you said, it's an individual thing. We have to hold those leaders accountable when what they teach is not compatible to the Bible. And then we have to hold ourselves accountable and say, we're going to make a difference. Thank you so much, Dr. Daniels. This is your host, C.B. Baker. Till next time.